Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now joined by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Well, Kevin, maybe dreams do come true after all. Um, are we talking about Anthony Black? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe there's another one out there. <laughs> there what do you know about yeah, Utah Valley? A couple of months worth of segments. Why stop now, even though he's on board? Yep, five yeah. five stars reigning in Fayetteville. That's the third, uh, but it's unprecedented, right? Arkansas has had five-star players. Uh, they've had McDonald's All-Americans, but they, they haven't had you know, they hadn't had more than two McDonald's All-Americans, and that only happened once before in 88 with Lee Mayberry and Todd Day. They had that lined up in the early signing period with, with Nick Smith Jr. and Jordan Walsh, but now with Anthony Black on board. And by the way, these guys play tonight, 8 o'clock on ESPN, the McDonald's All-American game. Uh, they've already been through practices, scrimmages, the Powerade Jam Fest, where all three of them competed last night. That was televised. Uh, but, yeah, this is a big – I mean, this – you know, you look at what Eric Musselman's done in recruiting. He came in with the reputation as a guy that really hammered that, that transfer portal, and he still does. Uh, but the high school recruiting, I mean, you, you, you go back to 2020, people forget that was a top-five class according to ESPN. You had a one-and-done in Moses Moody. You see what Jalen Williams has had one of the best seasons ever at Arkansas. And, you know, just based on the season, he's in, in the last two years, he's one of the top big men to play at Arkansas. Uh, Devo Davis has had a huge hand in Arkansas success in the last two years. And, of course, K.K. Robinson was part of that class and still still part of the team. But I would say that he's proven with, through the high school, not only can he recruit at a high level, but he can get results out of those guys and give them big roles. And so I think it's really helped Arkansas with guys. You know, when we talk about that class, it was all in-state kids, top 100 kids. Nick Smith, Jr., Darian Ford, Joseph Inn, also in-state. But look what he's done. He's gone to Alabama to get Barry Dunning Jr., two-time Alabama Gatorade Player of the Year. But these two five-stars from Texas, Jordan Walsh and now Anthony Black, I think it says a lot about him. Musselman expanding the recruiting base beyond the border of Arkansas. Uh, you definitely want to get the best players out of Arkansas when they're good enough to play at that level if you can. But he's showing that Arkansas can be a national program, not only competing at a high level, going deep in NCAA tournaments, but in recruiting – and Arkansas just beat, let's just say it, Arkansas just beat Gonzaga again. Uh, it was down to Arkansas and Gonzaga for Anthony Black. The Hogs were the better team on the court and better team off the court in recruiting in the last few days. All right, Kevin, you pardon me. You teased us a little bit yesterday when you said there could be more than one. What direction does Arkansas head now? Is it to the transfer portal? There's a... 6'11", big man out west that um, Arkansas has expressed interest in. We know that Arkansas has expressed interest in a player from Princeton. Uh, gosh, there's there's so many that they've expressed interest in yeah. that uh, may need to you know get a Rolodex to keep up with all of them. But what's next for Arkansas? Yeah. Yeah, I think we could see a portal edition this week, at least one. Um, I say at least. I, 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 if it doesn't fall this week, it'll be next week. But I think we could see more than one this week. Some of it's just about timing, just threading the needle. And, I, and Musselman doesn't like – he doesn't like the he, – he doesn't mind flooding the, the news cycle every day with something. But 
but I don't think he wants to load up on on commitments when maybe there's not enough guys that have put themselves in the portal for the numbers to look right. So I think we'll see some back and forth. Today, yesterday we had Anthony Bly commit. Today, Chance Moore enters the portal. Put a story about that out on Hogville. Um, so we knew Chance Moore was likely to leave. You know, we've been talking about there's going to be player exodus. Yeah, he's he's sure. really probably the first guy you would expect since he didn't play much at all. I think about right. eight minutes and three games this year. But I think we'll see some kind of back and forth with, you know, portal doors flying in and out. And I think we'll see that that stuff kind of in rapid succession. I mentioned that yesterday. And when, so we're already starting to see it. Anthony Black one day, the next day Chance Moore in the portal. So I think Arkansas, you mentioned the, the, the player out west, uh, Fardos, and I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's <laughs> a make. I'll, I'll say I'll pronounce it that way, A-I-M-A-Q for his last name. 6'11", big man. He I interviewed him last week, did a story on him. He loves Arkansas's coaching staff. Kentucky, a ton of schools got on him immediately. Uh, he was considered, as of last week, the top prospect in the portal He's still ranked most by most in the top ten. There's a lot of players coming out. I mean, it's my phone just keeps pinging as the portal keeps spinning. And Arkansas's contacted a lot, but Arkansas has sent a, a sta- at least one staff member out today to see Mr. Amek. Uh, like I said, I, he, I interviewed him. He's really really likes Arkansas's coaching staff. He told me his interest level was really high, and now Arkansas is sending a staffer out today. That's the that was the plan, and so. He, you know, he he told me that, that um, you know, in the last 24 hours that Arkansas would be coming out the scene. So let's look at it this way: this guy's a two-time Defensive Player of the Year in the Western Athletic Conference, playing out at Utah Valley, six eleven. He improved as a three-point suitor this past season, so he's added it, a perimeter part to his game. Um, and you know, he was the Defensive Player of the Year back-to-back years. He was the Player of the Year in that conference two years ago. This season, it was the young man at New Mexico State, Teddy Allen, the sniper. But Arkansas did a good job on in the NCAA tournament. But that was the player of the year. Now, it's a good conference, a good mid-major conference. This guy's no slouch. Two years ago, he averaged 15 rebounds a game to lead Division One. So this is a good player, a highly coveted guy. I know Kentucky's after him. I mentioned that. A lot of high majors. So we'll see where Arkansas stands there. And, I, and there's some other guards, not only from mid-major levels, where we've seen most men do so well bringing guys in. Uh, when you look at Stanley Amudi, Jalen Tate, and then he's done well bringing in high majors, Justin Smith and D.C. Tony. So I think Doesn't he's he had success. Guards? Not enough guards on the Say team? Again. I, not enough guards on the team? Seems like uh, big guys are more necessary, don't you think? Yeah, you know what? I do. I think Arkansas needs to address the front line, especially with Jalen Williams yeah. you know, starting to find his way on these mock drafts. I think it's going to be – it's smart of him being two years into college to at least test the waters. And so when that happens, you don't know how that's going to play out. You hope he does it in a way that he can bring himself back to college if, if the feedback's not there for him to come out now. But you've got to recruit as though maybe he won't be back. But even if he is, can you give another big man to compliment him? What if there's an injury, foul trouble? Right. He's got all exactly. kinds of reasons. And I didn't think Arkansas, they recruited so much for small ball and smaller lineups. I think they left themselves a little thin on that front line in recruiting, but Musman's going to do it his way. But I would definitely say big man needs to be a priority, and I think Arkansas will look for a veteran guard, at least one, at least one uh, in, in this portal season. It just seems like there's plenty of guards. And and if Note comes back, they they got plenty of guards 
In fact, if you look at the 14 guys that Randy's got listed right now, let's see, because we took more off, uh, aren't all but about three of them guards? I mean, really, when you think about it, so why would you go? Why would you <laughs> nine get of the a 14 veteran? are listed as guards. Yeah, why? Okay, well, nine. Okay. You got nine guards. What the heck would you be looking for a guard for? No matter how good they yeah. are, you got all these five stars coming in. They're guards, right? Yeah. Musman likes veteran players, and he and he also likes to turn his roster over. Now he's got six high school players, so that's pretty, pretty strong turnover right him. there. Yeah, right. But I, but I do think you make a good point, Rick. You mentioned J.D. Notay's name. I think that's a big part of it. If he's gone, I do think you look for another veteran guard to bring in. I do. I think if he leaves, you need to. It's good to try to balance it that way. Uh, if he comes back and you've got Devo Davis in the fold, and who who knows who else. If D.C. Tony comes back, I don't really consider him a guard. He guards no. guards defensively, but on offense, he's more of a – he's not really a handler. He's not really a shooter. He's not really a creator. He's more of a stick around the paint and kind of do blue-collar stuff. So he's really, to me, a, a 6 6 3 4, offense a 4, more of a 4, defense, I guess, a, a wing that can guard threes and twos. But, you know, I, I could see Arkansas definitely getting the portal. I think they will recruit at least a guard out of there. And if J.D. Notay comes back, that does make things interesting because this is a guard, wing-heavy high school class that Eric Melsman signed. In fact, that's all it is. Well, that's why I just, that's I, I'm just astonished that you're sitting here talking about guards. they got plenty of guards. Whether they get Jalen <laughs> Williams back or not, they, they need some more size. I mean, look, you know, you think about how Duke beat them. You know, they had the yeah. uh, 6'11 guys just going over them and sticking rebounds back in the basket. And, uh, foul Arkansas or no foul. Had, yeah, Arkansas, right. Arkansas had nothing to combat that with. So uh, it just seems like they need a little more size. That's me. You're right. Eric Musselman's the recruiter. He's a genius. He's doing great. But, gosh, they've already got a lot of guards. <laughs> they do. Scoring guards. They've and, got and, scoring guards now. These guys coming in can score. The current group of guards were not big scorers <laughs> except for Note, and Note's right. field goal percentage isn't anything special. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's it. And, uh, so, Kevin, why don't you call Musselman and, played... Yeah, call him and tell him mm-hmm. what we're talking about here and how he you know, he needs to get off the guards. Oh, I'll get the get game some... plan into him as soon as we <laughs> hang out. <laughs> make, sure, make sure it's addressed. Rick Schaefer said this. <laughs> Oh, I've got yeah, I've got an outline of everything. I, I, I'm very Thank detailed, you. guys. Not as Great. detailed as he is, Thank but just you. trying to play catch up. I, <laughs> okay. I look at it this way, guys. I look at two years ago, how effective Jalen Tate was at running that team. Not a true wow. point guard, but as good as Arkansas had at running a team in a while. Uh, without the offense not necessarily being about him shooting, it was really more about getting others involved, being really good defensively, being a matchup problem because of his length and size. And so Arkansas had a much different dynamic this year. You really were living and dying by the by the whims of J.D. Notay. You knew he was going to take shots. You knew there were going to be turnovers. You knew he might get in foul trouble. And it was a bit of a roller coaster. So you bring in freshmen. Musman's not heavy on, on just handing the keys over to freshmen. He wants veterans in there. So regardless of the numbers, that's why I think let's pay attention to who's leaving. If J.D.'s out, I do think for sure he's going to go get a veteran guard. And I'm not so sure he doesn't want a steady hand with experience in that backcourt that can handle the ball and run the team and be, you know, basically doubling down. Because we, I think Nick Smith, I think he projects very well at this next level with the ball in his hands, uh, and, and he's not going to back down, and I think he's going to be good for Arkansas. 
but there, but there's still unknowns with that. And you, that's why the portal has been so valuable because you get proven guys in there. And so you kind of double down on that position on a primary handler. And so I do think, I think Arkansas will do that. If no take comes back, uh, that might change that thinking. But, but right now I, I, I think they will. And watching that, um, Jam Fest or whatever it was called last night, the McDonald's All-American Game. Yeah. They did the uh, slam dunk competition. And arguably, in my mind, without a doubt, the most spectacular dunk was attempted by Jordan Walsh. Young man with 41-inch vertical. Yeah. Uh, he has got at least two, if not three, seven footers in line and he is going to jump over those seven footers and dunk it now he kept hitting the mm-hmm. back of the rim it wasn't that he wasn't yeah. getting over the seven footers one of those by the way was Khalil Ware but yeah uh he was using so much energy and force to get over the players he almost needed to start about another foot further back so that when he actually would uh, come down with the ball, he'd be in the middle of the hoop rather than in the back of the, the rim, which caused him to bounce over. Kevin, I did not realize Jordan Walsh had a 41 vertical, and I don't know what it took from a vertical standpoint to get over those guys. In fact, the last, um, in the second round, he tried to go over four of them, not three, four of them. And uh, yeah. I wasn't sure he wasn't at least grazing the last one, the the one obviously close, closest to the basket. But that young man has got some hops. That's that's an understatement. Yeah, no doubt about it. He was having fun out there. He probably could have won the dunk contest if he'd have tried something a little more realistic. And he was close to those. You're right. He he. I think the coming down and landing part was what you know, was the issue there. And, and that's okay. I mean, you, he showed you what he's capable of athletically. Yeah. Seven-plus uh, foot wingspan. This is a this guy, to me, when I watch him play, and I went back and watched the McDonald's All-American scrimmage and some of the things he does, he doesn't have to score a lot of points. He, he's going to play hard at both ends. He's going to make the right passes. He's going to make the right play. He reads situations well, playing in pick and roll. Uh, so he, you know, he's just a guy that when Eric Musselman gets a hold of him and molds him, he, he's coachable. He's going to buy into those types of things. All of these guys are going to get get in the weight room. They'll be moved up in late May, early June, get in the weight room, start getting stronger. That's going to be part of the process. But I think their IQs are so high. That's Nick Smith Jr., Jordan Walsh, and Anthony Black. Their floor IQs are so high. It's part of why each is a five-star. And I think Musselman's got a chance to mold that. Now, he's got a history of starting slow with freshmen. The one exception was Moses Moody. He put him out there on day one, but he didn't have a comparable player with his size and skill set. They really didn't have wings on that team like him with his size and length and those broad shoulders. So these guys also, when you talk about a Jordan Walsh with that wingspan, his leaping ability, they bring tangible intangibles. I mean, you could measure them, but, but you can't replicate them. And so I think that might help these guys get on the floor. And I do expect, I mean, a six-player high school class, I, I, I think Musselman's slow to, 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 to trust freshmen, but I think he's these guys are so good that I think at least two, probably three, are going to have significant roles next season out of that group. 
which is saying a lot for Eric Musselman. He, it took him a while. It took him about half the season two years ago to get the numbers up to three with, with Moses Moody, Jalen Williams, and Debo Davis, but he did it, and it was, Arkansas was the better for it. We'll see if they're part of the plan right out of the gates or if he brings them on, along a little slowly to learn the nuances of his defenses and his offensive schemes because he, he expects a lot. Let's talk with Stan. Stan, good news is uh, Eric Musselman has not peaked in regards to using <laughs> the transfer portal nor bringing in new players. He has not peaked, Stan, at this point. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what I'm going to ask Rick about. Hey, I got a question for you, Rick. Hey, Rick. What? Hey, Rick. What? Let me ask you something, Rick. Check this out. This is why I say what I say. A lot of people look at me funny when I talk. They say, man, you ain't no homer. I say, yeah, I'm a homer. Well, I keep it re- I'm a homer, man, but I keep it real. Hey, Rick, yeah. can I ask you a question? How sure. many McDonald players, how many McDonald players have, uh, <laughs> don't, don't Calipari get four, five McDonald players every year? He doesn't know, but he'll get, he my, may get a couple of them every year. year. He doesn't get three every, every year, year, right? He'll get, a, he'll get one or two some, every year, yeah. Hey, Duke's got three of them. The, I'm saying some of them don't go to the pro, they still be there. You know what I'm saying? So he have yeah. a whole bench full of McDonald players, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Pretty so amazing. How many times have you won the last 15 years? Well, Calipari's won one with all those guys. In the last 15 years. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So what that tell you? That don't, he's peaked. Hey, that, mean, that means that he hasn't won any more. He can't win any if he's not Nolan Richardson. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying, that don't man, because you get McDonald players. You got, yeah. hey, like you say, Rick, Rick, uh, McDonald players don't, I mean, it's good to have them, but it don't really mean yeah. that because you get to the NCAA tournament. What's all about? What's all about, Rick? Matt, you Well, well, here's the deal, though, because Eric's been listening to the program and knowing that you've said he's not going to win a national championship, he's at least trying to get five stars to give him a chance to to prove you wrong. That's and the good thing about it, Stan, they're all Big Macs. <laughs> I mean, they're not just well, regular hey, hamburgers; hey. they're Big Macs. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a homer, man. You know, I love the Razorback. I like to do with that quarterback in football. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I love the Razorback, but I know, you know what I'm saying? Let me say this one more time. Hey, home school, how you doing, man? <laughs> good, man. Good to hear Well, let doing. me say this here. I'm going to say it one more time, okay? okay. And no, y'all going to say that. Who's school? Who's school? Y'all going to say that. Who's school might look at me fun all y'all want to, man? <laughs> the basketball team, they are, he got a good coach. The dude, a good, real good coach, but he ain't going to win on mm-hmm. that championship. Nolan Richard, all one. We'll never see that 40 minutes of hell no more. You know what? Not in our yeah. lifetime. We'll all be dead. we see that again. We'll all be dead. <laughs> we do have to say this, And that Stan. baseball, listen to me, that baseball team, yeah. they good. Van Horn, a good coach. We'll never, he ain't going to win no national championship either. He had too many chances, and he ain't going to have no more chances. It's over with him. Hey, He's already he's paid. Paid. Right, Do you know how many <laughs> great coaches? Cool. You know yeah, how many, I know he Stan, about you know how many great you know how many you, great coaches have never won a national championship? There's a whole lot more of them that haven't won one than have. Did you ever think about that? Some really, really good coaches, Hall of Fame coaches, <laughs> have never won a national championship. <laughs> All right, let's squeeze in the statistician real quick before we hit the break. Statistician, you got a question or comment for Hoop Scoop? Yes, good afternoon, gentlemen. How you doing? Good afternoon to you. If you'll permit me, I'd like to make a case for why I think J.D. Note should return. And I'm not going to make it from an impassioned plea, but from pure statistics. Okay, good. If you consider what the pro scouts 
look at in terms of what someone brings to the table, uh, many times they will look at what did the person do on the big stage. And a lot of times they would look in the postseason tournament. I'd like to point out that J.D. Note shot a little over 30% overall and less than 18% from the three-point line, seven out of 39. This is not something that's going to get him drafted in the first or second round. Also, according to my statistics, my statistics, his assist-to-turnover ratio in the postseason when it comes to SEC and NCAA tournament, his assist-to-turnover ratio is 1.14. It is widely recognized that a basketball player should have a turnover ratio of 2 to 1 and a point guard 3 to 1. Now, my point is, and I'll let you gentlemen discuss this, he stands to gain more by coming back, not only in terms of helping us win a national championship, but also in terms of improving those numbers and making himself more attractive to the pros. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. There you go. There's a statistical analysis. That will be a point of reference we can use on Thursday, Kevin. We'll start from there. <laughs> right, thank you, Kevin. Kevin McPherson. More fun.